0: People of the world, it's a Wednesday. It's episode 140 of What the Fun Cast. Recorded and released today, April 6th, 2022. In the Pimple primple, primple shirt, we got Ahmed. <laughs> what? Uh, in my head, it went purple, and then I said, uh, my brain said, oh, purple. Pim. And then it said Pimple. Ah, uh, okay. Pimple is good. I like Pimple. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, b-
1: big fan of Pimple. Uh, What's then going the on? Line? We got Paul. Anyway. What's going on? Not much. Oh, not much. Um, Just hanging out, tired. What are you going to do? Ahmed
0: is in desperate need of that big sleep. It is the home. The home? Uh, the home what stretch? What am I saying? I don't know. The, no, there's no home stretch. It is the start of Ramadan. Yeah. yeah Ahmed. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going for. I'm like, it's the home of the Ramadan. <laughs> what? Yes. The I, am, of the free, the home I of the am in the Land of the free and home of the hungry is what you mean to say. Truly.
1: Oh my god. I, like, yesterday and today were just, like, very long days at work in general. Like, nothing specific, like, was wrong or bad. It's just, like, a lot of stuff. And I'm realizing how important I am at the office. And, like, it makes me feel good because, like, people need me, but I'm also, like, stop reaching out to me because I'm tired. Um, So, I don't know. It's just very exhausting. Like, I left the office at, like, 6.30 today and I was like, okay, this is fine. But, anyway.
0: Yeah, I feel that. And I'll tell you what. The boots that you recommended, by the way, very nice. They still, like, they're not, like, hurting my feet. Mm. But they're, like, I feel like I've been on my feet more in the past two days than I have been in the past two years. Mm. So, because it's, like, we have standing desks at my main office in Bedminster. And then I was in Harrisburg yesterday where it's, like, regular cubicles. But I feel like I was standing a lot more than normal and just, like, running around the office because it was, like, the first big day back to the office. And we had, like, breakfast and, like... It was actually really cool. Uh, we had everybody block out the first four hours of the day for, like, everybody to, like, reconvene and, like, reconnect after two years. So yeah. Are you guys, like, officially from, back in the
1: office just, like, is it, it's, like, Tuesday and Wednesday or something, right?
0: Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, same so, for us. Yeah. So, it's, like, um, we had the whole morning was blocked out. So, from 8 to 12 or, well, from whatever, 6 a.m. to 12, it was no meetings. Like, nobody had any meetings. So, mm. you just, like, walk around, and talk to people, like... We sat until like, I don't know, 1030 just like talking like in the cafeteria or whatever with breakfast. It was really nice. That's nice. So it's nice to see people again. And like there's yeah. so many people I feel like I haven't seen literally in two years. Like some of them I've seen in the office, like, you know, as people started coming back over the past few months. But mm. some people like I'm seeing for the first time, it was really nice.
1: Yeah, no, it's so. it is super nice seeing people like and having the the option to work from home is great because like some days I do love working from home. some days I'm like, this is miserable and. it's dark in my room and I don't want to like do this and other days like I don't want to go into the office other days I would love to go in the office so having the option the flexibility is really nice um I'm just hoping that what I was gonna say slow drip into like
0: okay now it's three days a week now it's four days a week now you have to come in every day like no no no. so many people are asking that like here and I don't I just don't think it's gonna happen well for us I don't think it's gonna happen because so much gets done at home yeah it's like crazy yeah having a balance Um, is good yeah, but the reason I mentioned the whole boot thing is because, much like you, I was going all over the place today, especially, like, walking from meeting to meeting and back to my desk and over to a meeting again. Yeah. I felt very official with my boots on. So. Yeah, no, they, like, clink, have, like, a when you clank, walk. Clink. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. It's great. I love yeah. it. Um, but good. Like, yeah. oh, oh, shit, here he comes. Here he comes. <laughs> oh, boy. He's galloping good. on in.
1: <laughs> they do feel like iron boots a little bit, like... I don't know. They're just, like, the nice. Bottoms, the
0: bottoms are thick with, like, four Cs.
1: Yes, they truly are. Like, I'd be walking through our little WeWork office and, like, all the glass windows, like, rattle a walk by because they're, like... Oh, my they God. hit the floor Disaster. so... Disaster. They hit the floor so strong. It's fine. Um, wow. But anyways, what else have you been up to besides walking around with your fancy boots for this past week? I
0: have not been doing all that much. I uh, am very excited to hear that you hopefully watched Ted Lasso this week. Uh I But did. we'll get to that shortly. You did, I did. Wow, not all amazing. Of it. I've started it though; it's very good. Okay, thank God. Yes. Um, what did we do? So, or what did I do? Um, we, I watched Moon Knight, which you did too. Yes. Um, I didn't watch episode two, which came out today. Yeah, today's yeah. Wednesday. Correct. Um, that came out today. Neither did uh, I. I did not get to watch that yet. But episode one was good. I, yeah. You know, I I think it was it was good. I mean, I've been trying this past week. I've been meditating. Not really. Um, <laughs> but like, I've slowly broken back into like Hardwell's set, and I'm like, okay, let me just. <sighs> good for you. Good for you. And, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I've listened to, you know, Into the Unknown a few times. Yeah. Broken Mirror, what's up with that? Broken it's Mirror like is just spoken... like an intro. Like, it's not a real yeah. song. <laughs> I don't know why he this. It's pretty, pretty much sing. like, it's pretty much Hardwell. Can you make a comment? And then he plays Broken Mirror <laughs> no, um, on like his return. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like starting to get better with that. And then, um, you know, I'm just trying to keep like an open mind with Moon Knight, and you know, some people are like, "Oh, this is horrible! This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life." Um, <laughs> you know, but I think it's fine. Like, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Is it confusing? Yeah. So was Loki. Just because we knew who Loki was, didn't make the the episode any less confusing week over week. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, I think it's
1: it's it's a good start at least. I don't know. We'll see what happens in episode two. Like, I think it's a very like. I don't know. It could go either way, like it could end up over the next five episodes being like kinda not great, but I don't know. We'll see. Like I'm enjoying it so far. I like Oscar Isaac. I like his goofy little role and his little accent. He's I don't know, he has no idea what's going on. So
0: I don't know. I think it's fun. So Yeah, far. I I think it's fun too. And yeah. um i yeah i don't know i i liked it i'm excited to see where it goes yeah. hopefully it just continues on a good path here and entertaining and you know at the end of the day i don't know it's just like you can't have the same character because like i give them credit for introducing new characters right moon knight totally separate no one knows who the hell he is i'll tell you <laughs> what though. fans know who he
1: is we
0: don't okay i don't know who the hell he is i don't know who um, he is either I'll tell you what though, we I had not watched the Miss Marvel trailer until after we watched Moon Knight. I was like flipping through YouTube I'm like, Oh, like I like like, like like let's watch this trailer or whatever. Yeah. Miss Marvel is going to be so goddamn good. I am, I am so excited so for it. So
1: excited for that show. It's unbelievable. Also speaking of Miss Marvel and brown people in general, um, I really like that Moon Knight uses a lot of like actual Egyptian music, like current modern Egyptian music. Well not current, but like just Egyptian music instead of just like leaning on silly like you know, guitar in the sand kind of like super mario level music for like the ancient egyptian <laughs> stuff um but it's also i realize it's directed by an egyptian director who like before this project has only directed like egyptian hollywood movies um he, like he's never done any american anything before um so that's really cool um so i'm hoping I, I don't know if he's directing every episode he directed the first one uh muhammad dieb
0: but uh yeah i don't know so far so good we Very interesting. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I hope it. I hope it continues on. And it, you know, even if it's a fun little series, that's fine. You know, yeah, I don't know. It's only six, nine not nine every months. one of them is going to be like the. Oh my god! I'm losing my mind. Like you know, we can have these little ones that are like, oh, okay, that was fun. Yeah. So not everybody understands that, including me. But I've changed. <laughs> I'm a changed man. Look at um, you. Growth. Character development. Uh, speaking of speaking of character development, we finished Shit's Creek. <gasps> And um, it was very entertaining. Right. And the last two seasons were very good. Mm -hmm. Um, The last few episodes especially were really strong. Yeah. The only thing I'd say with Schitt's Creek is that I feel like there's a lot of plot points that they open up, but because it's a short-form TV show, Mm. it's like, here's a party that we're throwing. Here's one quick scene. Goodbye. Here's a major event that we're throwing. Here's one quick scene. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah uh it's
1: not like it's more of like a sitcom than it is like a big overarching right.
0: story type right 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 yeah. right. so um i really enjoyed it though lauren really enjoyed it it was a lot of fun to just watch you know the 21 minute segments or episodes not segments but yeah. 21 minute episodes quick to the point a lot of fun to watch really funny um you guys it was really nice blew to through watch that way
1: faster than i imagined you would so i'm very proud of you congrats
0: well, so, instead of us sitting down and me, like, making Lauren watch, I don't know, Pokemon card openings or, I don't know, like, <laughs> IGN Digital Foundry, you know, stupid video game stuff. Yeah. It was like, oh, let's put on an episode of Shit's Creek. And that became four episodes. And yep. it just kept happening. And it's like, okay, there goes a the season.
1: <laughs> and
0: um, so, and a couple weekends where it was just like, oh, let's just watch Shit's Creek. And it's like, oh, we only have five more episodes left. Let's just finish the season. Yeah. So... I think um,
1: your next project should be the Good Place. That show is. I
0: I, I told I told Lauren that, so we're probably well. we're probably gonna hit that as well. Yeah. Um. But the new season of the Home Edit came out, so we started watching that, and that's only like I don't know ten episodes or something. So, um, which is like that's like not trash TV, but it's like not reality TV either. It's just I don't know. It's like they go and they organize stuff. So I don't know. We just didn't <laughs> watch it's entertaining. Just more um,
1: home organization thing.
0: What was the other one that you said
1: was like this woman that like. People hire her to organize their houses, but it wasn't Marie Kondo. It was someone else.
0: That's this one. Oh, it's that is it Oh, okay. Just kidding. Yeah. This is season two. So season gotcha. two just came out okay. on Lauren's birthday, actually. So oh, nice. um, we went through and, and sort of watched that. We're on, like, episode three. But they usually have, like, like a, a write-in family, a family that writes in, like, hey, come organize my daughter's playroom because it's a mess. And, yeah. You know, and then there's, like, a celebrity. So episode, like, uh, episode two, I think, was Drew Barrymore. Episode three is Chris Pratt. Um, and then there's some other celebrities, but yeah, they had uh, what's his face? Um, wow, I am losing my mind. How I Met Your Mother, what the hell is his name? Uh, Neil Patrick Harris, yes, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> totally <laughs> slipped my brain. Um, what else do we do? We watched the, the the Proud Family Louder and Prouder the first episode. Oh, um, it's like which the was, new cartoon, right? Yeah, it's like the new one, so yeah. that was okay. I mean. It was it's very in tune with the old show so mm. it was cool um, we didn't really watch any more past that though actually maybe we watched two episodes I can't remember um, but yes yeah, so we watched that uh, once we hit like the end of shit's Creek it was like okay what do we watch now and it's like we're in this like limbo of like okay let's like yeah. go, and I know the good place should be next yeah and but it probably like, will be I know
1: that limbo of like you don't want to start a brand new show because you have to like learn all these new people and you have to really like pay attention the first few episodes and like understand the dynamics before you could just like get into it
0: Right. Yeah, and I'm right. trying to see what's new with La Cienega Boulevardist. So, you know. La who? <laughs> Her character's name is La Cienega Boulevardis, which is La Cienega Boulevard, but like a name. Which because character is this in California? When was this? That's in the Proud Family. It's oh, Proud family. oh,
1: oh. I was like, what the hell are we talking about? We were in
0: LA and I was like, oh, look, it's La Cienega Boulevardist because it's La Cienega Boulevard. Yes, yes, yes. But. I get it. In the show, her name is La Angeles Boulevardist. I anyway. see. I see. I never watched Flower uh, Family, so I
1: don't know anything about anything. I'm
0: fake. It's good. It's it's good. It's uh, it's an entertaining show. I think it came out like um, right as I
1: like didn't like right as I didn't have cable anymore kind of thing like that. and Like Lizzie mm-hmm. McGuire, like all those Sweet Life. Like I missed out on all those.
0: Yeah, you, you missed you missed out on some good TV. It's never too late to watch it though. So is it? I think it's it might be too late at this point. No, it's not too late. It's okay. Mm. Um, and then in the game space. All I think I played was Kirby. I think I'm like sitting here second guessing myself because really? I feel like I played other stuff. You didn't even boot up Lego Skywalker Saga. No, it came out yesterday, yeah. and I was in and I had a, up a two, out, two and a half hour drive. Um, no, I I literally I got home from Harrisburg yesterday, and I was like Lauren, I'm like just getting into comfy clothes, and I'm laying on the couch. And if I fall asleep, I fall asleep. If I don't, I don't. And I was, like, dead to the world. And I made it through, like, three-quarters of the home edit episode that we were watching, and I just was dead. Conked out. That's fine. Sometimes you need that. And I, like, woke up at 6, and I was like, I don't want to get out of bed yet again. (laughs) Um, Yet again. But, yeah, so I played Kirby. I don't think I played anything else besides Kirby, but um, I think I may have played a little bit of Tunic um, on Xbox. But Kirby is a lot of fun. And I am on, like, the third, maybe the fourth world, I think, at this point. Um, So I'm cruising through it. It's not a hard game. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, It's a Kirby game. Um, But there's a lot of, like, cool mechanics. And I'd say for a Kirby game, it's got a little bit of a difficulty, like a a, I didn't get it on the first try kind of difficulty, which is different Mm -hmm. for Kirby games, which is cool. So I am really enjoying it. I grew up on Kirby games. Love Kirby games. Um, so I happily booted up my switch and was playing that and I've been playing it like as I go and lay down in bed. Nice. uh, Yeah.
1: Sometimes you need something easy to just, you know, mess around and not have to worry about a challenge. Yeah. So it's,
0: uh, yeah, so it's good stuff, but more importantly, what have you been doing? Tell me about Ted Lasso. Ah, so,
1: um, this past weekend I went to my sister's, uh, to celebrate the beginning of Ramadan. So, uh, Ramadan Kareem or Mubarak. Sorry, actually, let me say it with Arabic accent. Ramadan Kareem, Ramadan Mubarak to anyone who's Muslim who's celebrating is listening. Um, but anyway, uh, we were sitting there, uh, me and my brother-in-law, Saturday night, and everyone kind of like went to sleep. Or Friday night, actually, not Saturday. Friday night. We were sitting there, and everyone went to sleep, and we're like, uh, what do you want to watch? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, And I was trying to think like what he would want to watch, and I'm like, oh, he's really into soccer. So I'm like, there's a show of meeting you watch called Ted Lasso, where this American guy goes to, to the UK to... Be a soccer coach and he doesn't know the sport and it's supposed to be really funny and really good so we put it on and uh we love the first episode and we watched sex second episode love the second episode but at that point it's like one in the morning and I'm like I was ready to go to bed and he's like do you want to watch the third one I'm like all right if you insist I'll watch a third one why not he puts on a third one and within five minutes he's like snoring and I'm just watching it alone. Um but it was it was really enjoyable. So we got through throughout the weekend we uh like he rewatched the second night he rewatched the third episode and then we watched the fourth episode. So I'm four episodes in. Um I don't even have Apple TV plus personally, so I have to like redeem the free trial that you gave me like months ago. So I, I was going to say, it. I've given
0: you like 10 free trials. You gave me one Use
1: free them. trial. It's in my inbox still. I have like inbox zero except for that one email, but the free trial. <laughs> so I'll, I'll redeem that and I'll keep watching it because I am really enjoying it. Because um, I, I actually need to go back and rewatch some scenes because we were watching on like pretty low volume. So I couldn't understand half the stuff. And there was no subtitles. The subtitles were in Arabic, not in English. So it's like, <laughs> let me watch this. And we were watching it on some like service. I don't know that he has whatever. Anyway, point is really good show. I will be continuing it. But besides that, hold on, what? hold on. So,
0: this next one, I, I okay, why did you say it? <laughs> everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> oh, anyways, the way I read it as, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I abbreviated it, E E A A O. Um, everything everywhere all at once. Um, I so last episode, you might remember me call, saying, like, oh, like, watch out, like, you're gonna be hearing a lot about this. Um, so it was in, offered as a a limited release in New York, LA and like Austin, Texas or something like that. I don't know. Like in very select things, it's coming out wide release, I believe at either next weekend or this weekend, one of them. Um, so it'll be like available in, in most theaters. Um, this movie is genuinely like, and I say this without exaggeration, because I know I do say this about a lot of things, where so I'm like, this is the best thing I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, and that's
0: how you preface every single one of them. I say this without exaggeration. This I am is... not a bandwagoner. Shut up.
1: This is genuinely maybe one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. It is, like, I cannot speak highly enough about it. It is absolutely fantastic. Everyone in the theater was, like, losing their minds. Um, there were some scenes where there was, like, no audio at all. It was completely quiet. And the theater was just, like, laughing, like, hysterically. Um, people were like applauding at the end. It was for like, usually you get applause when it's like, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home or Avengers Endgame when there's like a big payoff from like past movies or whatever there's history, this as just a brand new standalone movie, people were losing it. It was such a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic movie. Um, like this was genuinely going to be this generation's kind of like big, I don't know, like the matrix was kind of like a cultural movement. I feel like this movie is like that level of incredible. It is so well done. It is so ridiculous and fun and heartwarming and moving and emotional. It's just fantastic. And it's weird fun fact. It was directed by the same people that directed the Turn Down For What music video. So, (laughs) to give you perspective. It is like so ridiculous and absurd and so good. I cannot speak highly enough about it. Like it is genuinely, I can't stop thinking about it. It's so, so, so good. I can't wait to go see it again. And again and again, it is fantastic. Um, but enough about that, because I don't want to. I it. if
0: I had so if cold. I had all the time in the world, I would go back and clip every time you said this was no joke. This time, when have the I best ever said thing that? Thing I've ever seen. Oh, you're so full of shit. Tell me what I've said that about right now. I will show, you, and I'm not alone in this opinion. By the way, if you go on, I uh, know you're not alone in this opinion, oh, but you just so uh, you're like. You're at the man who cried Wolf. We can't take your opinion. I feel like seriously. the only ever
1: thing I've only other movie I've ever said that about was Into the Spider Verse, and that's warranted. That movie is still fantastic.
0: No, 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 no. You have said mm-hmm. it about like these other little no name movies. Right? I'm gonna add no an image joke. to the
1: stream right now, and you're gonna see with your eyes.
0: I know. No. I know it's good.
1: No, you don't. Wait, how do it's I It's the
0: highest rated letterbox movie ever, right? Yes.
1: It's I mean, it still doesn't only has like, you know, 4.6 reviews. But it just, I can't... Ugh, it's so fucking good. It's so good. It's so, so good. Anyway, go see it. That's all I'll say. When.
0: Yes, I, I've seen good things about it. Yes, so yes, I will, uh, once it releases to Suburbia, maybe I'll Suburbia, go see it. Suburbia, yes.
1: Um, anyway, besides that, um, I actually have been playing a little bit of Mario Kart 8. Because I, uh, I finally reobtained it after having traded it in. Um, so I was playing a little bit of that and playing some of the DLC tracks. Um, How are they? They're fun. It's they're just new tracks. I don't know. It's it's still Mario Kart. It's nothing too crazy. Um, only two of like the new track packs I think were released thus far. Last I checked, maybe it's four. I could be wrong. But um, I realized I never finished all of like the the cups, the Grand Prix cups or whatever, and like the from the original game, like the four extra DLC cups or whatever. I never finished those. Um, So I was going through those, and then I was, like, making my blood pressure rise, because every time I would... You have to get first place in every one of the four races. I'd be on the fourth race of the four, and, like, in the last lap, I'll get a blue shell, and then someone, like, beats me, and I get second place. And so I just got really mad and turned off the game. But that'd be fun. (laughs) Um, I'm playing more Grants Turismo 07. Despite all the, you know, shit-talking I do about it, it's still ridiculously addicting. I don't know why, what it is, but, like... I think it's specifically the DualSense with the Adaptive Triggers. Like, it feels so, like, almost too realistic, but I don't know. I just love driving, and so it feels really good. It's, like, definitely the most realistic driving simulator, I think, that exists on the market. Um, Until Forza Motorsport comes out, I guess. But it it feels very satisfying to, like, actually drive with real physics, as opposed to, like, you just drift around the corner, like in Mario Kart with, you know, a la Forza. But anyway, um, super fun. And then... Lego Skywalker Saga came out uh, yesterday. No. The day before? The day before. On two... No. Yeah, it yesterday. came out yesterday. Yes. So Tuesday night at midnight it was released. Um, And I played a little bit of it. I played like 30 minutes of it. Uh, I started on A New Hope. So you could start with any one of the trilogies. So you could start on episode 1, episode 4, or episode 7. Um, I started with A New Hope and uh, you start off on the uh ship. I don't know what it's called. I don't want to say anything wrong, so lest the Star Wars fans kill me. Um, but you start <laughs> in the one ship with like uh, Princess Leia um, and Darth Vader like boards or whatever, and then you go down to Tatooine. Um, and there's like really interesting co-op mode. Like you just turn on a new controller, and like it'll automatically turn you into co-op. Um, so I was playing a little bit with my roommate, and it was kind of fun. Um, it's surprising how many frame rate dips there are. Like I bought it on PS5 and playing the PS5 native version, it's like a little bit choppy, and I was like this is interesting but i was also reading that the pc version also has stutter too um so i guess no one is safe so who knows um but besides that it's pretty fun it's really satisfying to just punch things and build things and i don't know the obviously it has that like lego kind of humor where it's like it's based on the movies and it's like basically like scene for scene shot for shot the movies but there's still that like silly lego humor um and breakouts and things like that so that's always good
0: but yeah. It's surprising to hear that there's frame drops. Like, it's also a little disappointing as well. Yeah. I don't know if it's an issue
1: on Xbox. So you got it on Xbox, right?
0: Oh, you got it on Xbox as well? No, I'm
1: saying I got it on PS5. Oh. You got it on Xbox. Yeah. So I don't know if it's an I got issue it on Xbox. Xbox as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got it on Xbox. Um, which I have it preloaded and everything. And it's ready to go. I should have to sit down and play it. Yeah.
1: It's pretty quick to, like, get into. So if you want to check it out after this episode, you can see if you get the same issues. But um, I definitely noticed, like, in the opening cinematic, I'm like... Hmm. that's not a great look but whatever it's not like Ugh. too disappointing or it's not like too bad but it's like it gen- it goes from like I don't know if it's like 60 FPS by standard but like it dips to like 30 or if it's 30 standard it dips to like 20 like you can tell mm. um, but whatever it is what it is still annoying yeah.
0: but I guess it is what it is yeah it's fine
1: um, I don't know but yeah that is about it for what I've been doing and we got a fairly light news week I think I've you know padded what i've been doing enough I don't, there's not much else i could talk about so shall we well, jump it's funny it?
0: because i was telling ahmed i was like there's not a lot of news this week like it's bad it's so bad that ign is like bumping old reviews of movies and citing like where you can stream them on so it's like yeah. avatar the last airbender review now streaming on hbo max avatar Last uh, airbender on hbo yeah you making things up. Yeah, well, so hold on. I think it might be the M. Night Shyamalama Lama uh, Lama. Yes, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. uh Yeah, here it is right here. The Last Airbender Review, now on HBO Max. There it is. Uh, what did they, they give it? this? A two? I think they gave it a three. <laughs> Close. Hey, you know what? So since we're skipping right over the... Um, we're skipping right over the, um, the entertainment um, news. Entertainment news, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to do two things at once. So I was looking. So as I was scrolling through news on IGN, I was looking through some of their reviews. Oh, I did watch the first Halo episode, um, oh. and I got like halfway How through it. I don't know. It just it was kind of boring. I don't know. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't enough to hold me in. So That's I gave up and turned it off. Um, maybe I need to give it more of a chance. But I was just like, whatever. This isn't. This isn't worth it. Um, oh, there actually is
1: one bit of entertainment news, but sorry. Uh, say what you're saying.
0: Oh, so no, I was just looking, and like there was a couple reviews for Sonic 2, which comes out tomorrow night. And then mm. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, or whatever it is. or uh, Yeah, that comes out
1: the, this weekend, I think, right?
0: Yeah, well, I didn't, uh, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Sorry, The Crimes of Grindelwald was the second one. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. I guess maybe this is more proof to never trust IGN um they gave it ijin gave it a four. Oh, and rotten tomatoes has it at a 61 i mean that's yeah it's like very middling i guess yeah so well no the second one was bad oh, like, like really bad i never saw oh the wait second one a second either. wait just a goddamn minute there's five fantastic beast movies uh that have been announced anyway wait so I, thought this is, I thought the third one was the last trilogy oh god I thought it was trilogy too. Enough of them. One of the reviews says when it was first announced that this would be a five part series, I thought Fantastic Beast films, five of them, there shouldn't even be one. Now I'd love to see a Fantastic Beast four. That's so. Okay. Sure. Uh, Sure. Whatever you say, I don't know. who said this? That's serious that I'm. Charlotte O'Sullivan from the London Evening Standard.
1: That's a series that I'm probably never gonna watch. If we're being honest, I watched the first one and I wasn't, and that was apparently the best one of the three so far. And I was not
0: that. So the first impressed. one I liked a lot. I liked a lot, a lot, actually. I only and watched it then, once, and I
1: feel like the the sound in the theater that we watched it in, like I couldn't understand what was happening. So maybe that's why I didn't like it. So maybe it's worth a rewatch. But the
0: main character also like grumbles, like he like mumbles a lot. Yeah, so was it was like, hard to hear. I'm like, what? are you saying, my guy? He's got a he's got a fantastic beast in his mouth. Um, so Terrible. anyway, Lauren really likes Fantastic Beast movies, so maybe we'll go see this one. Sonic the Hedgehog two's got a sixty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, it got a seven on IGN. What was the first um, one on Rotten Tomatoes? Let us see. Because I really like the first Sonic, one. Sonic the Hedgehog sixty three. So the oh, second okay. one's
1: better. So it's like on the same same playing field, I guess. That's fine.
0: Right. Because I enjoyed the first one. It's like, it's
1: not, you know, film. It's just, it's Sonic. It's fun. He goes fast. He said
0: it's not, it's not the film. It's, yeah,
1: you know, it's not. No one's going into Sonic expecting an Oscar winning performance, but you know.
0: I am. Damn, you're right. All right, let's jump into the news. Uh, The gaming news. Well, yes,
1: there is one entertainment bit that I kind of forgot happened because everything happens so much. Um, It's kind of sad, but It's okay, I guess. Uh, Known to many as Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story franchise. Sorry, this comes from IGN, by the way. Known to many as Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story franchise and the unforgettably hilarious and nagging mother of George Costanza and Seinfeld, legendary New York actress Estelle Harris passed away on April 2nd, 2022. She was 93 years old. Rest in
0: peace. I did did forget about that. So, yes, very sad. Yes. Um, She'll be forever immortalized as mrs potato head truly and
1: if you're hungry here's some cheese (laughs) puffs.
0: yes all right now we
1: can jump into the gaming news do you want to take this one or should i or
0: e3 has been found dead in miami (laughs) um so this one comes from will j powers on twitter uh who says just got an email it's official e3 digital is a uh is official official canceled Um, officially canceled for 2022. Lots of mixed feelings about this. Uh, so then we got an updated statement from the ESA directly who says, uh, we will devote all of our energy and resources to delivering a revitalized physical and digital E3 experience next summer. Whether enjoyed from the show floor or your favorite devices, the 2023 showcase will bring the community, media, and industry back together in an all new format and interactive experience. We look forward to presenting E3 to fans around the world live from Los Angeles in 2023. Um so uh then obviously the ESA added that the 2022 showcase has been canceled so the organization can quote focus its resources on the 2023 show. Uh so that's I don't know, nothing out of the ordinary. I think we kind of expected this ish. I mean, I mean, mum's been the word for a while now and it's been it's only 2 months out. Yeah, they canceled so. the
1: the in-person event, so everyone thought there would be a digital one, but I guess they decided to cancel that too. Because yeah, like, I guess there's no so. Point in doing a hosting a digital event or trying to host a digital event when we could just focus on, 2023. So.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. This could come back to bite them in the ass. I mean, I don't know what the world is going to look like in 2023. Was there an the E3 same way?
1: 2021? Am I hallucinating? No. So we haven't had no. an E3 since 2019. That doesn't sound right. I, feel uh, like we...
0: I remember them doing something. Hold on. Ran as a virtual online only event. You're right.
1: Yes. From June so there, 12th to June 15th. Yeah, there was E3 2021. It was just online. And I guess and maybe then 2020
0: that, was canceled. Perhaps
1: that wasn't as successful as they wanted it to be, and so that's why they just were like, all right, let's cancel it and do something else for 2023.
0: Right, and I'd have to think that they went through and, and really evaluated that, because if it didn't do as well uh, as they wanted it to, I can't imagine them being like, yeah, let's just do another virtual one. Yeah, it's just surprising um, that
1: they did it so soon. Like, you said it's less than basically two months Not less than. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it,
0: you've got April, May, and then June is there. So, um, you know, but anyway, so then Jeff Keighley swooping in hot, (laughs) Uh, um, which obviously Summer Game Fest is a, uh, I don't know, not a competitor to E3, but kind I don't know, kind of a competitor to E3. So Jeff Keighley tweeted, appreciate all the comments, ideas, and thoughts on Summer Game Fest this week. We're working hard to bring the entire industry and fans together in the month of June. This isn't the path I ever thought I'd be on, but we will be. But we will keep iterating and building. More to share soon. Um, and someone had actually responded to uh, Jeff Keeley and said, "Please make it over a few days and not months." It felt like a huge drag last time. That was the beauty of E3—you got all the news within a short amount of time. And he's right. And Jeff responded with, "It's all in June. More details soon," which is awesome. Yeah. So that means that June is going to be an action-packed month. Let's go. And Jeff has got the ball in his court at this point. He essentially has the entirety of E3 in his backyard. Yeah, It's just a matter of him going through and and coordinating that at this point. Yeah,
1: basically pulling all of the attendees that would have been at E3. And I assume that the reason, like, ESA canceled E3 was because a lot of the, like, bigger companies. Like, Sony hasn't been at E3 for a while now. Um, Nintendo kind of does their own directs. I don't know if Microsoft was planning on having a presence or doing a press conference at all. Um, but now Jeff can kind of pull all of that, you know, I'm assuming he has all these contacts from what he does, like the game award stuff and all that fun stuff. So this will be good. And I'm glad that it's all yeah. as opposed to being spread out. Cause it being spread out was kind of lame. We got like one little measly announcement every, you know, few days as opposed to a bunch of news all at once.
0: Right. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd imagine that E3 probably went through and, like, pulled the audience. And it's like, Sony's not going to be there again. Maybe Nintendo wouldn't have a physical presence but might do, like, a digital thing. I mean, they're going to do their, their, you know, Nintendo Direct whenever they want around E3. And then maybe Microsoft pulled out and was like, no, we're not doing anything in person. I don't know. It's yeah. It's interesting. Yep, yep. But even more interesting is that. Fortnite raised $144 million for Ukraine. So short, sweet, feel-good news for you. Um, they only had se- only, only had $70 million last week, and they've literally doubled since then. So this one comes from IGN, uh, who put in here, Fortnite fundraising ends with $144 million raised for Ukraine. Um, Epic Games has announced that together with Xbox, its Fortnite fundraising campaign has amassed an astonishing $144 million for Ukrainian humanitarian relief. Uh, and this was made in just two weeks, from payments. Uh, oh, from both payments directly made to Epic, and a portion of the funds that would normally be paid to Microsoft for and payments made on Xbox platforms. So uh, it's going to a number of uh, humanitarian effort organizations here, which is awesome. So very cool stuff here. Two weeks, a hundred and forty-four million dollars is insane. That is a lot. Good for them. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad fortnite is throwing its weight where it can be beneficial to the world yeah it's great
1: um speaking of epic games they have a lot of exciting announcements this week um firstly uh unreal engine 5 has officially launched which if you are uneducated i guess about the subject or unaware of the subject unreal engine is the legendary engine that powers uh, pretty much a lot of your most favorite games uh, we talked briefly about this in the past few episodes uh, where CD project red developer behind the Witcher and cyberpunk series is moving the, uh, the development of the new Witcher game to unreal engine five, as opposed to their own in-house and en- uh, red engine, um, which is a big deal. And we, so they had uh, there was a whole like unreal engine event or whatever, where they talked about all the possibilities and how it's not only shaping the future of gaming, but the shaper, uh, the shaper f- shaping the future of movies as well. And TV um, the Mandalorian, for example, used Unreal Engine to uh, to create a lot of its like backdrops and stuff like that, um, and you can create really like high quality movie like assets. So, for example, that uh, that Matrix demo that came out in December after the Game Awards um, was based in Unreal Engine Five, uh, and we saw how how incredible that looked and everything. So. Um, There's a whole presentation talking about the future of that. and At the end of the presentation, we got a surprise announcement from Crystal Dynamics that a new Tomb Raider game is being developed in Unreal Engine 5. Uh, So this one comes from uh, actually directly to their Twitter, and the tweet says, let me pull it up right here, Crystal Dynamics is incredibly excited about the future of Unreal and how it'll help us take our storytelling to the next level. That's why we're proud to announce that our next Tomb Raider game will be built on Unreal Engine 5. Uh, no specific announcement regarding the timing of like release or whatever, but we know it's coming, which is exciting, because the Tomb Raider uh, series is pretty clear, critically acclaimed. Uh, they're kind of like the anti-Uncharted in a way.
0: Um, very similar in, in scope, but yeah, exciting so stuff. So they announced, they announced that they've just started development uh, using Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. So, so t- I would expect to see this in like a year or two. <laughs> I'm so, gonna say yeah, pretty much
1: um, but yeah it should be good And I mean the Unreal Engine 5 demos like, if you haven't seen anything just literally like look up on YouTube Unreal Engine 5 demo and you'll see um, I don't know It's we're coming to a point now in video game graphics and just like virtual like, computer generated graphics where you literally cannot tell the difference between reality and and not anymore which is can be scary I guess or exciting depending on how you look at it I don't know I'm choosing to be optimistic I think it looks cool but we'll see
0: I did not get to look at any of those videos. I will take a look.
1: Yeah, there's a whole, like, uh, there's a whole, the presentation, the Unreal Engine presentation was, like, 40 minutes. And I kind of skipped through it, and I was like, this is nuts. Um,
0: but, yeah. Oh, I forgot that Matrix demo was using Unreal Engine 5, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, there is uh, a lot of discussion in this uh, In this. Developer presentation.
1: Yeah. they. I mean, it's, it's for developers, not for, for yeah. us teams. Although, when I was like hopping on Twitch the other day just to like have something on while I was eating, I got an ad for Five, and it's like, download today. And I'm like, me? <laughs> what am I going to do with this? <laughs> um, but anyway, speaking of new games, Max Payne 1 and 2 are getting remakes. So, Max Payne, these games were like, mid early to mid 2000s, like PS2 era games. Um, I was weirdly obsessed with them because like my one cousin had them on his computer. And like, I was, I don't know. It had like a bullet time mechanic where it was like slow motion. And I was like, I love that shit. It was super cool. Uh, so really excited about this. This one comes from Kotaku film noir, sad sack, Max Payne is getting his due with a full remake of the first two games developer remedy entertainment announced today. Uh The new compilation will include both Max Payne one and two, the fall of max, uh, and will be exclusive to PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC. Remakes of the PS2-era games are a part of a new publishing agreement with, the Grand Theft Auto Maker, uh, with Grand Theft Auto Maker Rockstar Games. Remedy will develop the games using its proprietary Northlight game engine, which made 2019's excellent Paranormal Thriller Control, while Rockstar will fund the production. Uh, the studio says development will be in line with a typical Remedy AAA game, uh, and, that's, and it, that it's still in concept stage years away in other words which was probably why it's not coming to ps4 and xbox one which like i feel like we should have stopped bringing games to ps4 and xbox one two years ago but that's just me Um, Mm.
0: yeah so i mean this is that's cool i i I don't know i think that they are probably so excited to get this announcement out there that yeah, I mean, you're still talking about years away. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just, literally
1: still concept stage.
0: Like, I I'm all about announcing games, but I I also think that we've gotten to a point where you have to announce games and then at least be able to give like a release window in the next year at a maximum. Yeah, um, but that's just my opinion. What do I know? Uh, but yeah, no. The big stick behind Max Payne was that you could like do like bullet time or whatever where you yeah. could like shoot a bullet and you could shoot it in slow motion
1: yeah and like dodge yeah. in slow
0: motion or whatever like
1: it was just a fun like cool mechanic because that was like the era when everyone was really obsessed with the matrix
0: right that kind of right thing. right right yeah and that's why that was so popular yep so cool stuff yeah. well i'm excited to try them i've played them like here and there but never i've like i played them at friends houses i never own them so yeah um but yeah, so speaking of games that are great and uh, are newly released on the next generation consoles, uh, we talked a little bit about Lego, Star Wars, Skywalker, Saga. Uh, this has been long awaited um, and delayed numerous times. So just going through some of the reviews here from Nibillion on Twitter. Uh, so early review scores that came out just on Monday uh, Shack News, a nine, Windows Central, four, point, or four out of five, Hardcore Gamer, four and a half out of five. Press star eight and a half, IGN eight, game Spew eight, Game Informer eight, Destructoid seven and a half, with an open critic rating of eighty four across twenty six critics and a Metacritic score of eighty six for PS five and eighty three for Xbox Series X. Um, so a lot of people are very happy with this game. It's been uh, one that has, like I said, it's been delayed a number of times here. Uh, so glad to see it's finally out and really excited mm-hmm. to give it a try.
1: Yeah, it's it's very fun to pick up and play. It's very easy. It plays very similarly. I mean, I haven't really played much LEGO games in the past, but it does play very similarly to Ratchet & Clank, um, which is the reason that I was really excited for this, because after playing Ratchet & Clank, I was like, this looks like a LEGO game if I you know, was blindfolded and didn't know what else was happening. Um, so I'm glad that it is the same kind of feeling. It is very satisfying to punch literally everything and get little LEGO bits, because
0: I like scavenging. Yeah.
1: So. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it'll be uh it'll be good stuff. I, I'm excited for you to keep going into it. There's a bunch of codes online as well that you can use to go through and um like cheat codes? Oh, what is this? Yeah, uh, they are like codes that initially came on like Lego sets from I guess twenty twenty maybe or twenty twenty one, I can't mm. remember what it was. Um so hold on a second, I got distracted here. Get into the swing. Tee off with Mario and friends when Mario Golf comes to Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack on 4:15. I don't know why we're bringing that to like Nintendo it. Switch Online, but what? there we go. Sure. Um, I got distracted. So yeah, it's um, it's there's these codes that you put into the game and you like unlock characters in the game. Mm, okay. So there's lists of them. I know like wario 64. I think has tweeted some of them. Interesting.
1: Okay. I uh, I already bought the deluxe edition because why not? That includes, like, you know, the Mandalorian and whatnot, so... Maybe I'll... Includes
0: the Mandalorian, um... It'll include... I think they're coming out with, like, the Bad Batch and Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah. I think for now it's Mandalorian and Rogue One characters, I yes. believe. Yep. Yeah, so... It's, yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. Um... All right, let's come down the home stretch here. We'll go into some Game Pass news. Uh, so we're getting some Game Pass Family Plan rumors here, and this comes from Windows Central, who says according to trusted sources familiar with Microsoft's efforts, we can now confirm that Xbox is moving ahead with an Xbox Game Pass Family Plan, which could be set to launch anytime, uh, sometime this year. From our information, paying on a higher tier for an Xbox Game Pass Family Plan will net access for five players across. Uh, for games across the entire library and will be far cheaper than paying for five separate Xbox game pass accounts as of, uh, as is necessary today. Utilizing Microsoft's family account plan system already in use for office 365 players within the same country will be able to play together using a single Xbox game pass subscription managed by a central account holder in much in much the same way as similar services, some details remain unclear for now. Though, for example, will there be a separate family plan for PC Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass, or will it be uh, all exclusive to the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate? The exact pricing is also unknown as of this writing. So, this is uh, this is interesting. I think this is a logical move. Yeah. That you know, I think it'll be it'll be very interesting to see where that goes.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing a Game Pass subscription with you. Actually, no, I don't know how that's going to work because my Game Pass goes until like at least 2025. So. I know. <laughs> so does mine. So, so we're just never going to upgrade. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If we keep finding Black Friday deals for extension for Game Pass extensions, then we'll go with that. If not, then we can once we expire <laughs> go on a family plan. We'll figure it out.
0: Truly, um, we're not gaming the system. I promise Microsoft. Just give us free stuff, and then we won't have to uh, share. Exactly. I'm not gaming. No system. We're family. We are. We're brothers. It's here. We're family.
1: Brothers from another mother. (laughs) Literally. All right. Last but not least, we have some Game Pass updates for you. This one comes directly from the Xbox Wire and was released as of yesterday. So very new. Um, Available today is Cricket 2022 uh, on Cloud and Console. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, MLB The Show 22 uh, comes into Cloud and Console as well. And then, coming soon, tomorrow, we have Chinatown Detective Agency on cloud, console, and PC, which is a cyber noir point-and-click adventure, blending stunning retro design and innovative mechanics. Uh, Dragon Age 2 is coming to cloud via EA Play on April 7th, so tomorrow as well. Um, Experience the epic sequel to the critically acclaimed Dragon Age Origins. Plants vs. Zombies, Garden, Warfare is coming to cloud, also part of EA Play tomorrow, uh, along with Star Wars Squadrons. Um, Same deal there. Um, next week, we got Life is Strange True Colors to cloud console and PC, which is wild. This was like Kotaku's game of the year and is highly criti- critically acclaimed. Um, I could never just get into the original ones, and I feel like I can't just jump into this one without playing the original ones, but who knows? Maybe I'll give this a try now it's on Game Pass. Um, and then we got Panzer Corps 2 Panzer on PC. Uh, April 12th is the. It's a strategy game. And then the Dungeon of Nahilbiuk on PC coming <laughs> April 12th. Uh, This is also available currently on cloud and console, so it's just uh, being added to PC. Uh, It's a wacky, heroic fantasy universe. I don't know what that means, but it's an RPG. Um, And then we have Lost in Random, coming to cloud console and PC as part of EA Play on April 14th. Uh, It's a gothic fairy tale-inspired action-adventure where every citizen's fate is determined by a roll of a dice. Interesting. Um, Let's see, I don't think we missed any of these original things. We talked about this all last week. Uh let's see Microsoft Flight Simulator is getting a DLC world update where you can explore
0: the Mediterranean. Uh sure. What I still for? can't play that game and like navigate a, a plane, so I am not worried about any <laughs> DLC coming there. That's fair.
1: Um yeah, it doesn't look like there's anything else too much. If you haven't already, if you don't already have uh, Paramount Plus, there is a 30 day free 30 day free trial available now. Um and if you have never utilized Marvel Unlimited, you can get a three-month trial and access to over 29,000 digital comics. Um, leaving Game Pass, we got MLB The Show 21 is leaving on April 15th. Sorry, these are all leaving April 15th. MLB The Show 21, uh, ran into Your Parade, The Long Dark, and Pathway, and then leaving April 18th is F1 2019. Um, so if you're a fan or have been wanting to play any of those games on your list, you have about a week to do so. Maybe two weeks. But that is about it look at us actually finishing early with an early episode we always like oh, it's gonna be small and then we end up talking for like two mm-hmm. hours but truly we really have
0: one other piece of news that I don't have um, the citing for but I saw and read somewhere was that uh, Reggie will be narrating the audiobook of his own book. Oh good for him. Did he write his yeah, own book too cool.
1: or was it like an did someone else write it about him?
0: Um, let me see Reggie book Reggie book. Disrupting the game from the Bronx, from the from the Bronx, from the Bronx to the top of Nintendo. I forgot. I was forgetting. He's from um, new York. Yeah, it says all. Yeah, it's a biography. An autobiography, like he wrote it himself. Uh, no, it's a biography. So I guess he didn't write it himself. Oh, okay. She's so gonna be uh, about So himself. this came from Nintendo Life. Reggie Feser May's new book. It's a familiar audiobook narrator. Uh, the big man had this to say to IGN regarding the announcement. When I set out to write Disrupting the Game, I wanted it to read as if I had written you a detailed letter with key stories and insights that inspire you to pursue your own journey. So he did write it himself. Narra- I guess he did. <laughs> Narrating the audiobook uh, reinforced that I achieved my objective. The book truly is my own story in my own voice. There are no self-congratulatory segments. Failures are unvarnished. I wanted the book to be authentic, hopefully inspiring. Reading the book aloud brought a smile to my face. Uh, and it comes out on May 3rd. Nice. I'm usually not one to
1: ever... I mean, I was going to say I'm not one to read non-fiction books. I'm also not one to read at all, period. But uh, I would be interested in reading this.
0: I would be interested like to listen to such this, an... especially from it's him. Yeah. Because he's just a very genuine person that runs away from us when we try to take pictures <laughs> with him. But he's genuine all the same. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I trust him.
1: I want to. I want to see what his story's about. He doesn't seem. Like, I trust
0: him with my life. But true,
1: like I don't know. Usually, business pe- businessmen, business people in general, like, I don't know. They're kind of like scummy, and they're always about like just getting to the top. But like, he just seems like such a genuinely nice person in like a world of kind of dog eat dog businessmen that are always out for their own wallet or their own, you know, goals or whatever. Like, he just seems like a good,
0: good hearted person. I want to see what. Yeah, his, he is journey was like. He is listed as the author, so I guess yeah. he did write his own book. Yeah, it's an autobiography then. Yeah. Well, Google so. listed it as a biography, so I blame Google for my stupidity. Unbelievable. Google, down with Google. Down with Google. <laughs> All right.
1: Anyways, I think that is about it for episode 140. Nice and short and sweet. Um, yes. We will possibly catch y'all next week. I don't know if there's going to be any more news since considering this was a slow week. Usually the slow weeks last like... Three weeks at a time and then we get like a deluge of news. So we'll see. Maybe we'll catch you all next week. If not, we'll catch you all in two weeks. We'll let you know. Stay tuned. Maybe uh... Ahmed's going to stream. We'll see. I haven't streamed in so long. I really should do that. Every time I like get the energy up to do it, I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then I forget. I'll definitely stream this weekend because I, with Ramadan, I have like no plans to do anything. So. You always say that. You're like, I'm definitely going to stream X. Oh my God. I, if I don't stream, I'll have to, I'll, I don't know. He's like, I won't
0: eat in the daytime all through Ramadan.
1: (laughs) If I don't stream this weekend, I will... I don't know. Beat Roller Coaster Tycoon? You're just full alive. (laughs) No, I was gonna say, like, eat, like, raw something, but I can't Ew, weird. I don't know. I'll stream. It'll be fine. No one will be eating anything raw. Alright. This has been episode 140 of What the Funcast. This is Paul and Ahmed. Signing off.
0: Peace.